This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pick a Side Podcast. It's me, Joel. I got JC to the right of me and Riv to the left of me. Before we get into the trades, we just want to talk a little bit. And Riv, how was your day? How was your week? From now on, you call me Chapo. <laughs> From now on, I'm just known as Chapo. My day, my day was good, though. It was all right. Regular week. Work. Life is really repetitive. Work. School. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, what about you, JC? The same shit that Riv said. It's 100% true. <laughs> Life, work. Yo! <laughs> My nah, nickname man, from real? now is Chapo. When you call me in this mic, you call me Chapo. <laughs> That's it. Don't call me Riv. Chapo. Ah, Chapo. Chapo, okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah, like Riv was saying, life can get really repetitive. Boring. But this week, there wasn't a lot of repetitive stuff because we got a lot of trades mm-hmm. in the NBA that I think were really fascinating trades. I think the four most important ones that we're going to highlight right now is the Clint Capella deal, the D'Angelo Russell deal, um, the Andre Iguodala deal, and who's the other one that got the Marcus traded? Morris deal? The Marcus Morris deal. Okay, first we're gonna start out with Clint Capella. Clint. So, okay, the Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves were involved. There was a fourteen trade, but honestly, let's the, get to the, the real other, important. The other, yeah. te- the other players that were moved really don't matter. So look, <laughs> the Rockets received <laughs> the Rockets received Robert Covington, and he debuted yesterday against the Lakers. They won that game. We'll get into that later. But you also had the Hawks receiving Clint Capella, and you have the Minnesota Timberwolves receiving Malik Beasley, then Hernan Gomez, Justin Vanderbilt or Jared Vanderbilt, and Evan Turner, and the Nuggets. Name Jared. (laughs) Who cares? And the Nuggets and the Nuggets receiving Shabazz Napier, who was traded to the Wizards later on for Jordan McRae. He sucks. And Kate's Diop. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gerald Green, who's had been injured for the whole year, and Noah Vonley. So the trade that I just mentioned right now, what do you guys think about who won and who lost and who would you give the edge to? I don't think you could rate it. I don't think you could determine who wins or lose yet. I think it's a little too early. I think you can obviously have your opinion on who you think is gonna ultimately end up with the winning result. I honestly if I had to say I'd say this is a win win for both teams. I think I was looking into it. At first, I didn't see the idea of Atlanta picking up Capella, but he fills some holes for them. And he is pretty young. He's only like 24, 25 years old, so he's still young. His contract is big, but it's not as big because they was probably gonna, if they was going to pick up his center, it would be Whiteside or Drummond this offseason. They was probably going to ask for more money. So I, he fills the defensive holes. He's a rim protector. He's a great pick-and-roll guy for Trey Young who loves to run that pick-and-roll. And for Houston, they wanted to go small anyways. They're eleven and one without Capella, so honestly, they got what they wanted. Atlanta got what they wanted, so I would say win win. 
So what do you think about Malik Beasley going to the Timberwolves? I feel like you're overlooking this player. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like the thing is I actually like I followed uh, Malik in Florida State when he used to play with Dwayne Bacon, and I liked him as a player. I think he's young. He can score in spurts. I think Minnesota needs young guys. They got two players right now. Oh, three: Jared Culver. Sorry. Oh, and Josh Okoji. He shoots thirty-eight percent from three. Really? Beasley, yeah. Did not know that. Thank you. Um. Yeah, Beasley's a good player. I think now in this role, he's probably going to start probably tomorrow against the Clippers because so, they have nobody. So <laughs> hopefully he does his thing. I think he's a bright spot for them. You got him. You got Culver, D'Lo, and Cat, best friends. They're both 24. So I think um, I think Beasley was a pretty good pickup for trading virtually nothing. You got Beasley. So, yeah, I think they did a great job. What about you? Do, do you think that? <laughs> All right, for you, I'm going to just ask you strictly about the Atlanta Hawks because uh-huh. we're going to get deeper into the Rockets later on. Uh-huh. So do you think Clint Capella makes the Hawks better? <laughs> How much better? Um, I, w- I wouldn't say he makes them necessarily like that much better. Um, what do they have 13 wins? Yeah. I mean, they have a nice little I like their I like their core. They're really young and inexperienced. I mean, you got Trey Young, you got DeAndre Hunter. Cam Reddish has been playing good. You got Clint Capella, John Collins. I think Clint Capella, to Riff's point, is a is a good pickup because Atlanta probably would have had to pay more money for Andre Drummond. And, you know, Clint Capella, honestly, he might not get the rebounds that he does, but he's honestly not that far off of, of a player as uh, Andre Drummond. Um, we'll see what, the, what this does. I mean, this is uh, – I think this is the second-best player on Atlanta. Would you guys agree? Uh, Clint John Capella. Collins, I would think. It, is a, it, I, don't know. That, that, I don't even think John Collins is better than Capella just because he plays no defense. That's a good. Well, but for what that's a good Atlanta, but for what Atlanta needs and what they yeah. the way they run, I think John Collins was probably be the second best. That's player. a that's a because let's be realistic. Trey Young doesn't play so you any. Don't think oh no, Cam no, no. Reddish is anywhere near that conversation. Conversation of what second best Being player? The second best player. I think his first two months were abysmal, like really, really garbage. <clears throat> He's getting better. Oh no, I know. I trust me. He's I've been paying better. attention. But He's you been know, playing a lot better. But Hunter, he hasn't. I think he has. Hunter has nagging injuries going on right now. He mm-hmm. hasn't been playing really well. I think Kevin Herter is somebody who a lot of guys don't name. He can be a lot better, but nagging injuries have been yeah. hitting him too. Jabari was playing really well for them too, but nagging it. I think this team has a lot of talent. You know, you know what I think so funny is uh, whenever there's like a young player that plays a little bit better than expected, they, there's always like these unreal expectations on them. Like I remember last year, Kevin Huter was a rookie and he was playing, and then you had these comparisons about like, oh, it's gonna be Trey Young or Steph Curry. Yeah, I remember Kevin that. Huter is like Clay yeah, Thompson. Oh, OG. dude. Like, and you Neither see of them that, play defense. Yeah, like Kevin Huter, I. I really don't watch the Hawks at all, so I can't really name if he's that good. But looking at his stats, he's not—he's not very good. Well, he's got a—he got a—he got a jumper. Unfortunately, I watch every Hawks game, so I see the lows and the lows. And mm-hmm. There really isn't many highs for them. This is a horrible defensive team. Yeah, they just—he's a good shooter, though. You can see—you see the potential. He's young. They're all young. That's yeah. really what it is. Don't for Atlanta. don't young. quote me on this, but I was looking the, the defensive rankings for the teams. I think Atlanta's like the 28th or 29th ranked defense. Yeah, so they're probably, 20, yeah, they're probably they're 28. So, you know, they got to – Clint Capella's going to help that. He's I, I feel like he's a good defender. I'm not going to say he's going to impact them, like, completely. He's going to turn the defensive woes around for Atlanta. But, you know, he's a solid rim protector. Um, yeah. Atlanta the, needs to just the, – they're probably, young. He probably brings them to, like, 24. The problem is <laughs> – the, the problem <laughs> is the statistically, DeAndre Hunter, you probably – this is – 
embarrassing to say, but statistically, DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish are their best defenders. And they start one of them. So Trey Young, John he, Collins, Trey. whoever was the center was, and Kevin Herter are four guys in the lineup that don't play defense. Alex Len was was their center. Yeah, well, he does. <laughs> he stopped playing. I, I don't know what they just stopped playing. So you got four guys that don't play D in the starting lineup. So I think we would all agree that this trade was pretty much even mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I think that Denver. I don't know why they got involved in this trade. Like, I don't know either. What did they receive? They received Jordan McRae and all of this. Yeah, I don't. They have like. They but don't he, need Jordan McRae's not bad, though. He's not bad, but... He's not bad. Is he that much better than Malik Beasley? I mean, he averages 13 points and well, He played for Washington. Yeah, but 22 minutes a game, the same minutes around that Malik Beasley was getting. But Beasley has more guys that, you know, Denver has a, like a 9-10 guy rotation. So, and a lot of guys can get, get buckets and spurts, I think. Honestly, I don't know what Denver idea was to get in this trade. I don't, yeah. I don't get, I really don't get it, honestly. It was the biggest trade since 2000. And it was probably like two guys we can remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody else you can't remember at all. Shabazz, so now Napier. we're gonna keep this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep this. These trade. This trade talk within the West, mm-hmm. or should I say, <clears throat> it's one Western Conference team and two Eastern Conference teams. It's the Marcus Morris trade. I would like to hear your. Uh, you're a Knicks fan, so I would definitely like to hear <laughs> your take on this. So honestly, at first when the news came out that we were trading Marcus Morris, first, first tell them what you gave him. Tell them what the trade was. Okay, first, the trade was Marcus Morris to the Clippers and Isaiah Thomas, which they waived Thomas. The Knicks got a 2020 first-round pick from the Clippers, a right to swap 2021 first-round picks from the Clippers, a 2021 second-round pick from Detroit, and and Mo Harkless. <laughs> and then the Wizards, they got Jerome Robinson and all of this. So. He sucks. Like, I need y'all to know that. Like, you know, he sucks. <laughs> Like he's really bad. Like, <laughs> he's really bad. Like he's garbage. Oh my god! Keep going. All right, but look, when the first when the tr- when the details first came out, and they were talking about we're gonna either move Marcus Morris for Terrence Mann or Iboku Bogo. I don't know who the hell the other guy's name was. I don't know what his name is. Mifiondo. Fondo Kambengo. Fondo Kambengo. He's uh from Florida State. He's he plays like is he whack? Capella. Is he legit? Like that's what he would be. He's whack though. He doesn't you, play. You said that he was a point forward. No, that was Terrence Mann. I said it was a point forward. You're saying no, I said he was a, no. He was a big man. He can't be no damn point okay. forward. Mifiondo, I don't know who the hell that was. I was literally upset because I thought the Knicks were gonna do another, <clears> another move. dumb move, another Knicks move. But then he surprised me. You know, I didn't we think were I got all them picks. We were asking the Clippers, or we were asking everybody in the league, trade us a first round pick for Morris. We got a first round pick for Morris. The 2021 first-round pick, it doesn't matter. We're not going to get that pick because there's no way that we're going to be better than the Clippers next year and we're going to have to swap. So that doesn't matter at all. And we got a second-round pick. You never know what that could turn into. It And in recent history has shown it to turn into nothing. A lot but of the was a pretty bright spot for you guys last year. We also got the <laughs> rights to this uh, overseas player from Ukraine called Isov Sanin. Which he's probably never gonna play in the NBA anyway, <laughs> so it, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. But I think the only the only good thing to this trade is that we got a pick, and I guess more Harkless can help somewhat on defense. But yo, bro, he know. sucks. On look, all I need, all I need. Look, I want you guys to listen to this. I have a bet with JC. If the Knicks win thirty games in the season, he owes me fifty dollars. Right now, they're at sixteen games. They need fourteen games left. They need to win fourteen more. I just need Mo Harkless to have like 
five out-of-body performances. You're asking for a lot. He just has to have five out-of-body performances. He might give you zero. He might give me a few. Uh, I'm, I, he, hey, he, I want he, you to see he, no, he, he, he's Defensively, he's been very well this year. Offensively, he sucks. Like, he really sucks. Like, like not even sugarcoating. That's going to change when he gets on the floor. I just floor want you to know that we're in month February, and you're begging to get 30 wins. I just I just want you to know that. Hey, that's I'm fine with that. But, okay, on to the Marcus Morris, which I think is the biggest splash because, let's be honest, nobody really cares about the Wizards. I don't think they're relevant going forward this season. As bad as the Knicks are, they, they're more relevant than the Wizards just because it's the Knicks. Yeah, it's mad as but, <clears throat> So Marcus Morris is on the Clippers. So what are your expectations of how far they go? Well, I mean, the Lakers were beasting for him. The Clippers were beasting for him. Those were the two main teams that were talked about getting them. I think everybody kept saying whoever gets them was going to be over the hump of the other team. The Clippers got him. So now you look at it as you got Luel, you got Montrez, you got Paul George, you got... Kawhi, you got Marcus Morris, you got guys, the five guys who can score 15 or more a game. Then you got Landry Shaman, who's pretty good. You got Ivaka Zubak, who's pretty good. I don't know why he doesn't play a lot, but he's pretty good. So now you got, first, realistically, let's think about it like this. Who is the Lakers' three best players? LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kyle Kuzma. Marcus Morris is better than Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. and that's their fifth best player. So looking at it like that, the Clippers just basically – they're gonna win the chip, honestly. Like I'm gonna shock you guys with what I'm gonna say, but you're gonna say keep something. going. I, 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 mean, I want to hear what you're gonna okay. say. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm looking at you straight in the camera. This Marcus Morris deal is not gonna win the Clippers the championship. Yeah, I heard it here first. <laughs> Y'all see me? I'm being dead he serious. I'm, nah, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. And I'm gonna tell you, and I'm really gonna tell you why. I think, I think come come playoff time. It's not even you don't you have to worry about him. It's just you have to worry about Paul George being healthy come playoff time. You know, he's had a lot of nagging injuries this year. If Paul George somehow doesn't play in the playoffs or doesn't play up to par, who's their second best player? That you, do that, that, that you that. think that you think can check Anthony Davis or you, play up you, to the level you do of Anthony realize Davis. That you, Anthony Davis is just as injury prone as Paul George, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. But so if you're gonna play that game, you gotta historically, play. Historically, Paul George is known to do bad in the playoffs. So look it turns I, into basically camera. I, I mean, look, I don't know why people are like the same goes with Iguodala. I don't know why people are saying like if he goes on a team, he's gonna elevate them to a championship. Well, I think Marcus Morris's role is gonna completely change. He's just gonna be a three and D guy. Well, you know let me what ask I mean? You a question. And as the season's going on, I mean I would hope that Kyle Kuzma gets better as the season goes on. But well, that's laughable. Um, I would hope. Let me ask you a question. Realistically, mm-hmm. I want you to answer this with, on, with your honest nah, opinion. No, answer it. Go ahead. If the Lakers got Marcus Morris, what have you just said? I mean, be honest. Look, no, no, no. Be well, honest. Look, well, well, we got to look at it like this, too. His role is just going to change. He's not going to come to that team and average 19 points per game. Of course not. He's averaging so, 20. Oh, he's averaging 20? Yeah. Oh, damn, no, you guys he, were that he's bad. He's rounding it. He's rounding it. It's 19.7. Yeah, it's, it's 19.8. All right, so whatever. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. No, you can round it. Yeah, let's say he goes, let's say he averages 20. I just don't think that Marcus Morris is that much of an impact player to propel I mean, a team to a championship. Because the Clippers, because the Clippers, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to stick by what I said. I don't think that him going on the Clippers by any means guarantees him a championship at all. Like, a lot of the media and sports outlet are saying, I got the Lakers, but that's another that's another topic for another you day. Still have the but I'll stick by it. So over here in this table, you got he thinks the Clippers won a championship. I'm sticking with the Rockets, mm-hmm. and he got the Lakers winning the championship. At the end of the day, it's pretty what it is. Oh my God, you still? Have I just the Lakers? rib. I, I, I rib. I just really want to know, like, 
Marcus Morris is going to propel the just, Clippers he already, to a championship, bro. He already brings bro. them up a notch. They, first of all, the Clippers already beat them twice. And, and they he's, haven't been. You expect them to start or, or come off the bench? He's going to start. Mo Harkless is gone. He's, he was a starter. He's, he's probably going to start. See how, we got to see how I mean, everything gels like look, and meshes the, the together. Lakers, the Rockets and the Clippers, is those two teams haven't peaked yet. Mm-hmm. The Lakers literally have. We've seen their peak. Like what we, the second best record in the league? No, no, I'm saying we've seen like we've seen the best the Lakers could play. The Rockets haven't I played. I, I don't agree with that. The yeah. Rockets haven't played the, their best basketball. The Clippers haven't even been healthy to play their. The best only basketball. player that on the Clippers that I know for certain, well, I don't know for certain, obviously, but I'm I bet money on him showing up in the playoffs consistently is Kawhi Leonard because of what he did last year. You don't bet on Lou Will. Uh, Lou, yeah, I was gonna say Lou Will. Lou Will will come. He'll do his thing on the Lakers. Will. I know LeBron James is gonna show up, and if he's healthy, I know Anthony Davis is. Certainly gonna show up um, for sure. You can, I mean, for sure because you know you're, you're, when Anthony Davis has been in the playoffs, three playoff series from Anthony Davis. Yeah, why so not make it not like? I mean, he's a he's a superstar. I mean, three playoff series though. You better. I don't know, man. He swept the Blazers one year. He played I mean, had he's, good numbers no, against the against the Warriors. He swept the Blazers because Drew Holiday locked up Dame Lillard. But I don't you know what it, I mean. I don't think it's fair to say that <clears throat> the Lakers reached their peak because LeBron in the playoffs. Turns it up to another level. Yeah, no, another That's level. To say, Everything is defense, so is offense. Yeah, I, I gave you Kawhi. Kawhi's playoff performance last year was historic. LeBron, I mean, Kawhi and Paul George are six, are seventeen and four when they play. They Paul only jo- played twenty. Yo, Paul George together. scares me when he's in the playoffs, man. I, I just I hope he can be healthy. I hope you know I, I want to see a consistent playoff run from Paul George just being healthy. You know, last year didn't really end well because he had a nagging shoulder injury. I just want to see Paul George healthy in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. Last year, people say. All this about Paul George. Paul George played a pretty impressive series. And he with was bad hurt. shoulders, so and it's everybody. If you have, if you had the injury he had, you know how hard it is to lift your yeah, shoulders yeah. up and so, shoot I the mean, ball. We he had him a pretty to be well series. How many so. games has he played this year? He's been pretty uh, injury prone this year, right? Yeah, nagging injuries. They've yeah. only played twenty one games together. He's got to get that. He's get They've that only fixed, played twenty one. Okay, so the next trade that happened is a trade that's pretty under the radar. Can I talk about this first? JC, can you move the mouse over there? I hope you're going to cut that out. When it sh- oh, it shut off when the, t- when the computer shut off? If we did all that talking and the shit did not record, I'm going to be very, very... Who? <coughs> What's the next trade we talking Drummond. about? Drummond. Drummond. I really don't know what they're doing. I'm gonna keep this mouse so I can move it. Facts. All right, so you everybody. Did that the whole time. Yeah, but I put I put a setting on my computer to not do that, and it did it. So. <laughs> no, I'm saying you could have brought the mouse over here the whole time. It's wireless. This guy is crazy, <laughs> bro. All right, so sorry for the little cutoff. My computer went blank, <laughs> and now, like, we got the mouse here, so before, like, a 10-minute mark hits, we're going to move the mouse, mm-hmm. just so it keeps on recording. Do you explain yourself to these people? <laughs> man, they're they not going to like you, man. Mm-hmm. Especially with the bad taste that you have, this going to take it even over the top. I just can't wait when the Rockets don't win a chip, and they get bounced out early again, and I can just <laughs> laugh at you. You can make excuses for James Harden again. And then we can just listen to it again and then laugh about it again, and then next year you say the same thing again. James Harden's going to win the chip, and then we have to watch it happen again. I just can't wait. The thing is I that you wait. picked Cam Reddish to win Rookie of the Year, so this you is RJ Barrett. Is done. You picked R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's better than Cam him. Reddish. Yeah, he is better. He is, he is. You picked Zion. All right, so this next, gonna trade we're gonna, this next trade we're going to talk about. Facts. 
is the Cavaliers trading for Andre Drummond. And the Pistons basically They're dumb. They they just the Cavaliers <laughs> gave up donuts. They didn't give up shit. Brandon Knight hasn't played ball in like two years. Yeah. Honestly, the Pistons didn't get shit in this trade for a player. <laughs> they, got, they got like a second rounder and two players, right? They got him. No, they, yeah, they got a second rounder, Brandon Knight and John Henson. In the 2020 class? Yeah. This class is, I don't know why people like, are putting their baskets I remember in John Henson from North Carolina more than I do any NBA team that he's been on. Uh, I remember played, on the Bucks. We played the Bucks in the playoffs a few times, so I remember him a little Wait, bit. Wait, the Chicago Bulls did? Yeah. That so. must have been long ago. <laughs> that was pretty long you, ago You really want to do that bro? Like I don't nah, think you so really want to do that Let's talk about the trade though oh What do you God. think about this move Just to put this into perspective Now the combination of Larry Nance Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson And Andre Drummond are making 85 million dollars this year Well And next year Nance, Kevin Love and Drummond Are going to be making a combined 67 million Yeah I was just about to say that Um you look at the Cleveland roster, it's like all over the place, right? You got too many guards, too many bigs, not enough wings. They they say they want to keep drumming. They want to put him in a competitive winning situation. I really don't know how they're going to do that. Darius Garland hasn't been playing well at all this year. Colin Sexton, he's just a shoot first, not pass the ball guard. Kevin Porter comes off the bench. I don't need to say any more about that. Um... Their backcourt average is like four assists a game. So like Tristan Thompson, I don't think they're gonna bring back Drummond. They're pro- yeah, Drummond. They're probably gonna sign to an extension. So you got Drummond and Caleb. The good thing about that is that they won't get in the way of each other because Caleb could play outside. Drummond. Could play. So that's that's the good thing. But Kevin Love's getting older, so I don't I don't see the direction. Um, I have them in my mock draft picking a forward. So to fill up that wing spot, I don't think they're gonna pick a guard this year or a big. But I just I don't know the direction of the Cavs. I'm beyond or Detroit. I really don't know. I think that it'll definitely be a better fit than what was in Detroit with Griffin yeah, yeah, and I, Drummond. Because yeah. K Love, yeah. I don't know, but I, their ceiling to me is like a like an eight seed to six seed team. Because I think with Kevin this Love right now. I mean, not with this roster right now, but I think if you add somebody, they're in cap hell though. Yeah, they're in Capel. Matthew Delavado, did they trade him? Yeah, or I don't even know if he's still on the team. Cause he's getting paid like twelve million a year too. Yeah, they have problems all all over the place. So I don't know. What do you think, JC, about this trade? Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> <sighs> this is this is all right. Detroit sucks. <laughs> the Cleveland that. Cavaliers suck. I don't understand this trade whatsoever. But you know, I'm just gonna say it like this. The Cavs have a lot of problems, and Andre Drummond is not going to fix it. He's just going to demand more money and ruin other spots that you can fulfill with this roster. Colin Sexton, up and down. Darius Garland, trash. Kevin Porter, who my friend Michael Guaba said was going to be the next Jane Harden, we're not even going to speak on that. Yes, he did. We are not going to speak on that. Look, at the end of the day, I'm with River. The Cavs roster is all over the place. They have a point guard who can't really run an offense, who can't set up plays. They They have have two guards playing the one. Kevin Love is getting old. I don't know why they – I mean, I hope they trade him. But this whole situation where they're going to have to pay Andre Drummond, who Larry Nance and Kevin Love, $85 million? $85 million? Come on, man. That's crazy. And Detroit, 
I don't even know what to say about them either. Their best player is Derrick Rose, surrounded by no one. I have a question. Literally no they one. They should have just traded Luke Kennard if they were going to trade Literally. They actually had offers for him, like a first-rounder for him. Yeah, I, I, question, I don't know guys. what these teams but are But God damn, now. hold up. Before you get to your question, what the hell? <laughs> what What is up with Blake Griffin? What's going to happen to him? He's stuck. He's done. Nah, he's a, he's going to be a free agent in uh, 2021. Who's going to want him? He's Depends. an injury-prone big man. Needs to- I mean, I can see I can see a team that misses out on Kawhi and Giannis and all these other guys getting Blake. There's so much talent in 2021. I think Blake is like the 15th best player. Yeah, I saw it. He was last uh, on, the, on, question, the, on the most coveted players. Um, agent class. I have a question for you guys. All right, so, like, you know how, like, they offered up. You know, like, that was probably one of the – it wasn't many offers for drumming, Yeah, obviously. Do you think that's the testament to Drummond's play style or his lack of getting better as the years have progressed? Like, what do you think about the fact that there was that bad of an offer for Drummond? Like, there wasn't anything really better for Andre Drummond. If I'm being honest, I have two takes on it. One is I think that he's an expiring player, so you he weren't going to get much for him. But two... I really doubt it that that was the best <laughs> offer that there was for Drummond. I'm pretty sure the Knicks offered something better. Like, the, honestly, if I was the Pistons, I'd rather take Kevin Knox and take Brendan Knight, John Henson, and a second-round pick. I know that Kevin Knox sucks, <laughs> but I'm just saying, at least he's like a guy that, oh, he's 6'10". Maybe he could groom into something. Brendan Knight... He's gonna be out the team in in uh, we don't even know how long. John I think Henson. This is last con. This is last year. I forgot John Henson. John Henson. League. He's gonna be gone. What what is that second round pick gonna turn into? Like, come on, it's a second round pick. It's not the <laughs> NFL where picks are like worth something. Like second round <clears throat> picks in the NBA are, are kind of worthless unless, unless you, you know how job. to draft. Yeah, and it's honestly really risky. Like for players to for you to get a gem. You really have to be a team that's in the right situation mm-hmm. to develop that player. If you're like the Pistons, it's not going to happen. Yeah, their player development is terrible. But I think that the Pistons wanted to move Drummond because maybe they were leaving Christian Wood. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> he's horrible. Nah, I'm he's not horrible. Not, he's not I guess it. I guess like, it. I guess like, it. Like, like, you don't sit there and say, I don't believe in Christian Wood. He's like, okay. Just, like, no. yo, I, like, like, it's just like, I can't believe, like, Honestly, with that Kevin Knox thing, it's really about would you rather have a guy who sucks and doesn't play or a guy who sucks and plays? So it's like... <laughs> Bro, Drummond sh- should have went to a contender. He should have went to a team that could use his services. I don't think Boston offered him, though. Like, I, I don't know why, man. He, he's better than give up smart or d- something like defensively, that. Defensively, he's better than any center they have right now. He's going to get a lot of rebounds for you guys. Would you give up guys? Marcus Smart, Daniel Tyson, and his cancer for Andre Drummond? I wouldn't. You know what I nah, think? Nah, nah, you know nah. That's too much. You know what I think... Um, it's it's a common problem between NBA fans. I think that people are overvaluing the the center position now. Like, of course, I, a Rockets fan would say that. Like, I just don't think that the center position is that important. If it's not a dominant player, like Drummond, what is he gonna do? Like, honestly, well, Drummond is Drummond. But if you, if it's like the, a guy like the Joker, it's very important. Yeah. Well, okay, but that okay. What about <laughs> Gobert? Very important. Very important. He oh, impacts yeah. the game defensively. defensively. PJ Tucker played. For like 40 minutes against Gobert. He was 6'5", and they beat the Jazz. They beat the Jazz because Eric without Gordon had Westbrook the best game of his life. Without yeah. Harden. Let's be realistic. Eric Gordon had the best game of his life. Yeah. That's why. He had 50. All and right, by the way, still, that was on your favorite player. Gobert was well, on it, it, it wasn't all on him. It was on your favorite player. It wasn't all on him. Nah, he, be, he cooks Donovan. It, it wasn't all on him. <laughs> he cooks but Donovan. Yeah, that's why they won the game. And Rudy Gobert is not an offensive Now, what I'm saying, I think people are overvaluing the center. Like, if the Celtics were to get Andre Drummond, I don't feel like that puts them over the top in the East. It just doesn't. I think it really 
hasn't been the same. Well, the reason, well, I mean, I, I understand your point, but the for most analysts and most media, the reason why they're saying Boston isn't over the top is because they lack size. But that's because they got to go against Embiid. But, but Drummond and Embiid embarrasses Drummond. Yeah. So that wouldn't be a good fit. Like I mean. who who in the East that has a center is a, is it's a dominant big and you got to be like whoa I got to worry about that. I guy. mean Giannis would be defined as a dominant big. Yeah, he is okay. a dominant big. Uh, I can see that. You go. Um, you wouldn't say Pascal Siakam's a big, right? No, he's even though he plays the four. Skinny to be a big. Uh, but if you if you saw inside the, outside guy. If you saw the Detroit and Milwaukee series, Giannis was having his way with Drummond. But they were really the worst eighth seed ever. <laughs> like, come on, let's like look at the team. I don't Don know. Maker was starting. I don't know, bro. At the end of the day, I feel sorry for Drummond that he's gonna have I to don't. play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Should have traded him to somebody who could years. at least hasn't gotten better. I mean, I mean, look. All I gotta say to this is, they'll be whack. Drummond has been time. in the league for so long, and for you to say that, for you to be all heartbroken, like yeah. you know, you got stood up at prom is ridiculous. What the hell is the point of that? I just don't know what the point of it is. Bro, he got you traded put, to the Cavs. Look, like, look, that's the point. A, I, don't, I don't give he's a damn. The, I mean, he the was Cavs are trash. He's making $28 million. I, I'll get traded. I'll, get, I'll you go saw the, to you Iowa. You see the video of him? He was in the snow like, let's go Cleveland. He don't care, bro. He's about to get paid. Andre Drummond, this is my only problem with it all. And it's not even a problem. It's just like, why the hell would you do this? Andre Drummond goes on social media and posts a picture of him carrying his kid and says... Son, yeah, he's oh, like, okay. he's like, son, just remember, nobody is loyal. Like, what the hell? Your son doesn't know what the hell you're talking about right now. <laughs> like, he's like two. Like, just, it just I, doesn't matter. Like, you got to stop being so heartbroken and get work on get your game. Money. Yeah, he needs work to work on, on his game. game. How old is he? He's like 26, right? He's dead young. He needs to work on his game for real. For he's now. never like, going to get a jump. Like, no, no, some real, like, like now I'm getting mad on some dead ass shit. He got to work on his game. Like, <laughs> like, he's been the same player since he got in the league. He just, he gets more So, would you, would you consider him more of a role player if he's on a contender? He's, he's literally in between an above average player and an all-star. Like, you can throw him in an all-star game or you can. So, in Boston, he would be a role player. Just yeah, grab his yeah, rebound, yeah, right? Grab your rebound. Get play some defense. Rebound, throw it out. Play yeah. defense. Get a defensive rebound. That's it. All right. I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of talking about this trade because I don't think it matters. Detroit and Cleveland. I are just be really bad don't think it matters. A long time. Now we're gonna talk about a trade that actually can matter. It's the Minnesota and Golden State deal. So the Warriors got Andrew Wiggins, uh, 2021 first round pick, top three protected, mind you, and a 2021 second rounder. So basically, Minnesota gave up both their picks next year for D'Angelo Russell. So if you guys didn't know, Russell is now on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I got a lot to say about this. Honestly, before you go, I'll say this. I think that I don't think this makes Minnesota that much better. I think you have D'Lo and Cat who are bad defenders. I don't know what Beasley is as a defender, but you have guys who can't play defense. And I think that's been their Achilles heel. On the bright side, you have D'Lo who can space the floor, Malik Beasley who can space the floor. They just got James Johnson who's a defensive wing and he can shoot somewhat. So I don't know. I don't expect them to do anything, but I think the biggest story in this all is how the Warriors rebounded from basically all these injuries, and now next year they're probably going to be a contender again. And it's, <laughs> I don't think it's going to. I think they're going to be by far the best team in the NBA next year. By far, yeah, no. yeah. Like I don't, nah, I think they're gonna be the far, best though? team. Yeah, yeah. You think like like that? You know what by far means, right? Like it's like <laughs> above and beyond, like everybody else. 
I think they'll be by far the best. You think team. they can wow. beat the Clippers next year? You think a team with Steph well, Curry can be by? Wow, Montrez Harrell is a free agent. They're gonna, they're gonna pay him. Yeah. How much though? Are they gonna have money to pay him? They have enough to. They have enough to re-sign him. The thing is, it depends on how much Lou Will asks for, because Lou Will's contract is up too. No, he's not a free agent next year. No, he is a free agent this year. Look it up. I'm gonna look it up later. Um, back to this though, because we're a little bit off topic. Um, this is bodes well for Minnesota's future. Obviously, both guys are what 24, 25. Young. Oh, I'm sorry. They also got Amari Spellman. Anyways, um, and <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, Amari right. Spellman. I'm t- I watch Warriors games. He's he horrible. Sucks. He's so he sucks. I'm better than him. Yeah, no, man, for <laughs> real. Um, nah. Um, one thing to think about though is Warriors got those 2021 picks and. 2021 draft is going to be very, very deep. This class coming up is pretty weak. Wait, 2021? But yeah, tw- no, 2020 is pretty weak. But oh. 2021 is slated to be a very, very deep class with a lot of talent. And a lot of free agents. So one Ooh. thing, exactly. So one thing year. you look for, they got, they got, some, they, see the thing is the Warriors are setting themselves up mm-hmm. for a blockbuster trade if they need to or to get draft picks to get their team better. Yeah. You get Steph back, you get Clay back. They believe in their play. I think I think anybody can believe in Golden State's player development. I think they're going to unlock whatever everybody's thinking Wiggins has, which is untapped potential. He's supposed to be something. He has the athleticism to play D. Mm-hmm. He has the athleticism to be a really good scorer, efficient scorer. He has the ability to shoot the three ball if he just works on his game. So he, he's 6'8", he's good size, 7'3", wingspan. I, so I'm... He has all the tools. He just doesn't have the mindset yet. And I think Golden State can unlock it. And if they don't, well, damn. I mean, they still got Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's like 26. I think that 24. Mind, 24. I think that mindset is. I mean, he's, he's put up 24 a game repeatedly. So I, 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 he has nah, something. He's not a bad player. Yeah, I don't know. Nick Wright called him a bad basketball player. Nah, he's, he's not, not a bad. bad. No, he's not a bad player. He's actually a good player. He's a really good player, but he, he's averaging he's what like twenty two. He's supposed to be superstar, all star type. That was the potential. Nah, he, for look, Andrew Wiggins is a really good player. People just have this unrealistic expectation of him. So, just since he's just good, people. People think he's bad. He's not bad. I think he could be no, a lot he's a better. Good player. Man, he could be a lot better. So, what are your thoughts about this trade? Um, I like the trade for the Timberwolves. One because it addresses the point guard situation. If you decide to keep D'Lo, which I think they will. Um, I'm so that position, yeah, too. he's locked up. That position is locked up. Cat as a center, locked up for good. Um, we're gonna talk about the team defensively, like. Joel said the team defensively is really bad. I think D'Angelo Russell fixes their point guard problems, like I said, but I think they need to add better defensive role players that could help them. Um, as far as Andrew Wiggins to the Golden State Warriors goes, um, I think Andrew Wiggins is a good player. He's averaging, what, 22, 23 points per game, and that's honestly without him not trying at all. You know what I mean? There's games where he'll explode, and then there's games where he just looks uninterested in playing basketball. Um you know, you got Steph, Clay, Draymond. You're gonna get a top what, three, five pick. You this can't really, you can't really actually. I can't say that. Be- just say they're getting a lottery. Pick. Yeah, they're gonna get a lottery pick because you know the new lottery system. I mean, the the, new- the lottery is ra- is rated is yeah. uh, rigged. Rigged. The yeah. Warriors are probably gonna get a top three pick. They should. I mean, it's not rigged. If it was rigged, the Knicks would have gotten the number one pick. No, it's it's rigged because you guys don't get it. They don't want you to win. You're not <laughs> successful. Anyways, keep going. Um, so, I think the Warriors are good. Obviously, uh, developing their players, I think they're going to unlock 
a certain beast that's in Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I think Andrew Wiggins is better was is a better option than Harrison Barnes ever was, and I think Andrew Wiggins is a better player and option than Andre Iguodala was ever was in my opinion. He's that's gonna a stretch. Nah, I, he's gonna take a lot of the scoring load off of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You know. Steph Curry's probably going to average his 26, 27. Clay his 20, 22, 21 points per game. And Andrew Wiggins is going to be right there with 20 points. He's got everything to be a good score. Um, I like the trade for Golden State going forward. They got youthful. They're going to get a, a draft pick, a lottery pick. I like I like this team going forward. That was. A I'm stretch. just sorry. Yeah, I, I, just gotta, I just have to interject. No, me too. You said that Andrew. <laughs> they're going to unlock a beast in Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this, Teen Wolf? You got the like the moonshine on him, and he just turns into like a superstar. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see that. Yo, I think. Now I think, you said that I was appalled. I'm like a beast. Like yeah, a that beast. Was a, like that was a deep. That those are stretchy a words. Beast? And then you said he's better than Iggy. Come on. He is better than Iggy. Come on. Come on, bro. He is better than Iggy. Bro, just because you put up 24 in a bad team, bro. He is better than better Iggy, than somebody, bro. Bro. Look, so you so you trust Iggy, 36 year old, right now going on his no, team? You said he was better than when Iggy was because Iggy was State. a bench player, bro. Iggy was not a be- bro. He bro, he, he didn't he start. To come off the bench. Bro. He didn't start. What? He wanted nah, to he come. Did. He's not. Well, he's not starting. He's not starting over Kevin Durant, bro. Bro, before that, like, come on. No, before. So so we go. So we gonna sit here and say Andrew Wiggins is not better than Harrison Barnes when he was on the Warriors? Oh, I gave you that. You see, I didn't say nothing about that, but. So you so so you so you can't see Andrew Wiggins with this team averaging 20 21 points per game. That's not what they Officially. necessarily need. They didn't need Iggy to put up 20 a game. They needed him to play D and be But that I'm role. saying and no, Iggy can't put up 20 a game cuz he's never done that in his career, bro. He's actually put up 19 though. 18 18 7 and 7 though. 18, like, bro. He's, he's never put player. up 20 in his life so that you no. He's not a scorer. You mean, to, you mean to tell me he couldn't put up 20 a game on a weak Timberwolves team who gives them the gives them the ball every play? Who? Cool. Andre, bro, he, he, has, he has more. Wait, hold he up. has Wiggins more ways is, to score Wiggins, than Iguodala, Wiggins bro. Wiggins has never been an All Star, bro. Let's just let's just put it there. Let's just put our foot down there. How many times has Iguodala made the All Star team? Once, once, once. Wow, I'm pretty sure once. Cool. What you mean? You saying it's cool, but Wiggins got Nigga, zero. He's a one time All Star. Wiggins is 24. I'm not saying Wiggins is going to be an all-star, but I'm saying the mindset, I feel like the Warriors are going to... You like, said a lock of beast. They are. I need to, I need Yo, we gotta, to explain we're going to revisit is. this next year. And when Andrew, when Andrew Wiggins is killing for the Warriors... You just said he's see. not going to average... Like, How do you know they're not just going to trade him, bro? That's, that's I mean, if they, tra- if they trade him, then we have to make you another video. He's going to average 26-27. Yeah. He's going to average 21-22. So Wiggins is probably going to slate around 19-20. That's that I said 20-21. to 21. So actually, this is actually an so interesting... how is that a beast? Because if he can do it efficiently, it's it's good. This is actually an interesting fact. You know that from the 2015 draft class, the top 10 picks, there's only one player that's still on the team that drafted him. That's Wait, what Carl, year? That's Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, I was going to say that. In 2015. He was going to... You know what's crazy about... This trade saved Carly Towns because he was going to leave. They didn't. No, make he a said that getting D'Lo is an incentive for him. Yeah. to he, stay. He was literally going to leave. And what that basically means is that now that cat is going to suffer with his best friend. I mean, would you Minnesota. rather suffer with your best friend or suffer alone? I I suffer with my best friend, but shit, I'd rather not suffer at all. I don't, I think they could make the playoffs once, twice. And but they got to get those. They got to get the yeah, role players. Like, they got to get the role players. They could touch an AFC seventh, six. Maybe? I don't know. I ain't gonna lie, stand on that statement. Andrew Wiggins being better than Andre Iguodala was on the Warriors. I want y'all to all, yo, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You said a beast, though. That's like we gonna see. Wiggins, we gonna see. We gonna see. I've never seen. Beast okay, now him. since we mentioned Iguodala in this, this is the last trade we're gonna talk about, which was probably the last notable trade that happened. 
during the trade deadline. This is Andre Iguodala getting traded to the Heat, along with Solomon Hill, the always overpaid player, and Jay Crowder. Oh, he's really a thief. Solomon Hill, he gets paid OD for no reason. He doesn't play. <laughs> and, the, yeah, he he actually got a contract when the luxury tax or the cap space went up crazy. That was from crazy. the Pelicans, right? Yeah. He got one from the Pacers before that and then got one from the Pelicans. Yo, Riv, doesn't play. Riv, you think Andre Iguodala makes a difference for Miami, bro? Andre okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I don't even name who the Grizzlies got. The Grizzlies they got some got good players. Justin Winslow. Deion Waiters and... James Johnson, but then they trade him. Yeah, James Johnson. I think Justin Winslow is a really good player for them, though. He's still he's only a good 24. Player. He's he can a good play player. D, he can run the offense. Wait, Justin Winslow, you said? Yeah. I think Deion, I don't know what his vibe is, but I, I like Justin Winslow. Um, Iggy is probably the biggest finesser of all time. He managed to not play one game and got a $30 million contract. See, that's what I don't get. There should be a rule against that. Like, you should be able to find he a should, player he, and No, not he was play, supposed to get... Him. No, but... Then again, the Grizzlies did. They have never. They they told him from no, the start. You're of the just year. here for trade assets. You're yeah. not gonna play. They told. They did tell him that. Okay. So he like that's what the young players don't get. They think he's not playing because he doesn't want to. But the 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 front office already told him. I think it was mutual. Play. No, the front the front office. Told him he's not gonna play. Nah, but Iggy said asset. that he didn't want to play for Memphis. Though. Yeah, but that doesn't mean if if he could have at least me, been at the game. Let's man. be realistic. Me and you say we don't want to go to work every day of our lives, but we go. That's totally to. different, though. No, because we have to. He he would have played if he had to. No, because Iggy literally said, "If I don't get, if I if I'm not traded, I'm not gonna play regardless." Oh, he's trying. He would have had to play. They had to find him. The reason why they didn't find him probably is because the front office told him, "You're just a trade asset. You're just here to get traded." Yeah. Like if you just and thirty million from the Miami Heat. I mean, I mean, it is a it is a team option though, or a player option. Mm. I think it was a team option. If it was a team option, because his contract ends in 2021. So. I think it is a team option, but they extended him mm. two years. 30 million. I think the third year is a team, though. The second. Second? Yeah. And the second year is 2021? Yeah. They're so smart. That's oh because Iguodala said that uh, he'll he'll go to the Heat and he'll um, accept an extension. And if they land a superstar, then he'll take a pay cut. If they don't land a superstar, he's going to take his whole 15 mil. Yo, he's so, yo, he's so gangster, like. Um, what this does for Miami is just adds another defender to him. And a playoff. Oh, no. Oh, you know what it is? He has playoff experience. He can help the young guys. But then you got Iggy and Jay Crowder. I doubt Jay Crowder's not going to play. He's going to play. It's, it's going to be. You know what it is? I don't know. It's going to be tough for that lineup because they already play like eight, nine guys. Yeah, so like Duncan Robinson is probably not going to get minutes anymore. But they need him to get minutes. He's a shooter. Like He can stroke it. Pause. Maybe hey, Tyler yo. Hero. He needs minutes, but they're always hurt, too. I mean, it's for the playoffs. Bro, they I don't space know. the floor, bro. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Jay Crowder can shoot, though, and play defense. It would have made more sense to just get Jay Crowder for less money than Andre Iguodala, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what this idea is. I mean, I like Iggy. Bro, He's a good we player. We're going to see, bro. bro. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Iggy makes a difference, bro. I'm being honest with you. I mean, I still think they're not title contenders, even with this move. I think they're ECF contenders. I wouldn't say title contenders. Who can they beat? They can beat almost. Every, they can beat everybody on that list. In a seven game series. Just to let you guys yeah. know, the list is my my uh, Boston, Philly, Indiana, and Toronto. <laughs> yeah, they can beat everybody on that list. I I I if you you had Toronto as title contenders. I mm. strongly, really, I no that that's the one team I would put my house money on that, that they, Miami can beat. Yeah. Yo, I don't think yeah. so, bro. No, I don't I, think so. I, at I don't all. think I don't think Toronto's nah. which I think it is. I think they're Toronto's playing a good really team. great in the regular season. But come playoff time, I gotta see because they don't have that man. So I I gotta see, and I've seen I've seen I've seen 
bad games from Pascal last year and Kyle Lowry, Mr. Zero Point Performer. So I got to see. He takes a lot of charges, though. Good job. He's a good defender. Yeah, he's a good defender. But you can't now that Kyle Lowry's your second best player, Cavs zero. I mean, w- I can say the same thing for Kendrick Nunn. But Fred Van Vliet exactly. exactly. He's never played it's a playoff game. Bam Adebayo's never played really yeah, a playoff game. Yeah, that's inexperience. So. That's what I'm saying. But I, 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 if, I'm, if I had to put my we're, money on We're it. talking about the Raptors who, I mean, most of this roster was in the championship, man. It was playing in the champ. Fred Van Vliet stepped it up in the finals. Kyle Lowry played good. I'm taking if it's in a seven game series, you're crazy for putting no, the house my, on it. Miami home, I'm taking Miami. For home. putting the house on it, I think you're crazy. You're, 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 but who's the second seed? Then it's Toronto. Toronto's Toronto second, second seed. I said, that's what I said. If Miami's home, I would take. I'll put my house money in Miami. Miami's the fifth seed right now. Yeah, but this all this all. Close. I don't know, man. I, I mean, so I think uh, Riv thinks that they're gonna be Eastern Conference championship. They're gonna make it. That's what you're saying right now. No, I said they. I but it, what the. I mean, he has really he has tough. them as a pretender slash contender there. Yeah, so it's really tough, you know, like because all those teams are really good. So I don't, and it depends on the seating, you know. But I would if Andy I had to put my money on who Miami can beat on that list. If they're home, I think they can beat Indiana and Toronto. I would put my house money. Indiana, I think I could, for me, I, I think that. I think the Heat are pretenders. I'm I'm not taking them seriously this year. Well. 2021. Good team. It's we'll different, see. though. We'll see because, you know, things could change. I had them in the second round. Things could change. Losing in the playoffs, second round. You know, so it's it's tough to see. They have they have Jimmy Butler. It's a pretty great. I think player. out of all those teams there, the the team that they will struggle with the most would be Toronto to beat them. I don't have any faith in Philly, man. I think I'm the sorry. struggle the most is, the first of all, the best team on that list is Boston. I think they, I, I, I think they can. We'll see. I think they can. Eh. Toronto cannot beat Boston. We're gonna have to find out when they play. No, I'm willing to put even, my e- life on even that. It, one. Even they can, they can be home on the yeah. road. It, the Toronto well, cannot uh, beat. Not Boston. much respect for the Raptors. No, I I have respect for them. They just I don't think they're like no no they just no I actually you're right I don't have no respect for them yet. I got to see it without Kawhi. Regular season's cool. They've been balling. Nick Nurse is a really great coach. They got. They got a lot of good pieces. I got to see them without Kawhi. Their best player is Pascal now. So I got to see what a Pascal did. They're on a 12 game like. win streak. Yeah, so was Utah. But Utah was still a pretender to me with that 15 game win streak. They're in the West, though. That's yeah. different. Yeah. I think if Utah was in the East, they can make the finals. Mm-hmm. So, so to your kind of prove my point, because the 15 game win streak for Utah is better, was, looks better because they were. Nah, in the West. if you look at their 10 game win streak, they beat a lot of bad teams. Okay. Toronto's beating a lot of pretty good teams. They just beat Indiana yesterday. It was a good team. Yeah, well, Indiana has yet to get back to But I'm just saying that the, the Raptors, the players, but outside of Kawhi and coaching, they all have finals experience. They know what it's like to go play on the road. I, I, I mean, like, like, like you're I mean, right. Boston, you you got to see. Boston, that well, group has played, aside from Kemba, that group has played together for a while. And they've, they've, they've been to the ECF I ain't going to lie. The verdict is out on Jason Tatum when it comes to the playoffs because of last year. He played really bad. He played really bad. He played I really, really bad. Right there. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Okay, who do you play good against? No, I'm not saying that, but his rookie year, he had a phenomenal playoff. Yeah, but how you gonna? But that was two. That was like two years ago, bro. That was yeah. literally the year before last year. That was two how years you gonna ago. Knock, yeah, how you gonna knock rookie. that? But then take two series and then just completely disregard because that it was, year. He played horrible those series. He uh, literally played horrible. The same reason you got on Kyrie, who's an but NBA I don't champion. See, I don't see Kyrie's playoff before that is. Shunned away because of last year. What, what other? What, I mean, what has, what other series has Kyrie played bad in besides the one no, that you were no, fixated what you, on? What you just said was 
Because of last year, you, the 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 jury is up on the, this yeah, tip. Yeah, it is. That's like me saying because of last year, the jury is up on Kyrie. No, yeah, I, I think no. you're wrong right there. But the thing is, you guys have a small sample size. Kyrie has a big so sample size. So if you have a small, you have to wait on it. Then if it's yeah, a small you sample can't just size, make, you can't say the jury is out. If it's a small, there's not sample enough size. evidence. Yeah, there's more, he there, just played bad in back to back series last there's year. There's more evidence. Yeah, and there's more evidence of Kyrie year. playing good. Kyrie. Wait, we're not. Oh, okay, about we're not gonna Kyrie, talk bro. about like it was all him his rookie year because everybody was playing good. Terry Rozier was playing good. Good playoff series. Jalen Brown was playing good. Jalen Brown was playing good. I'm saying though, Jason Tatum has more good playoff <laughs> series than bad. Okay, so he had a, he had a good one. He had so a good he had a good series against so what's Cleveland. The ver- but what's the he averaged 18 at, at 18 that series? Yeah, right? So why is the jury up though if he has more good playoff series than bad? No, he doesn't, bro. Yes, he does. Bro, he has three to two. His whole so you're first I, round, I, second round, so third so round, so good. that Milwaukee team when Giannis when when they beat Giannis at seven you were you were saying that team was a really bad team that's literally what you were telling me so he had a good series against a really bad team when you lose your first best player and your second best player and the other team's best player is better than all of you and it goes seven I mean the, the series went seven bro. Yeah, but you were the one saying that that, that Bucks said, team was a bad that's team. That's the same team that Mike Budenholzer took to 60 wins. The Bucks, Mike, yeah, coaching Bucks matters. Mike the Budenholzer Bucks could have literally won that series. When Ky- First of all, when Kyrie Hayward didn't play, people were dead. I'm not going to lie, Terry Rozier was the best player in that series. He really Jason cooked. Jason Tatum played really, really okay, well. Okay, but Terry Rozier's, Jason Tatum was the best player in Cleveland series. Terry Rozier was the best player in Think the Milwaukee that. series. What about the Philly LeBron, series? Against LeBron. Against I don't know LeBron. who was the best player in the... In the, in the against LeBron. Think, look what you just said. What? Jason Tatum was the best player. That Cleveland team Cleveland sucked, series, though, bro. But it was against LeBron. That's just one player, bro. I mean, he's a great it's player, but can we, talk, can, we talk, player. can we talk about everybody else? So we, Can we talk about George Hill, trash? Talk about Jason Tatum's matchup. It was LeBron, bro. He wasn't guarding LeBron, bro. Okay, bro. Bro, Jalen right. Brown was guarding LeBron. All right, bro. All right, bro. I mean, I don't know. The I, jury isn't out. That's all I'm saying. To me, it's out. To them, it's not out. We're going to see how he plays in the playoffs this year. So we're going to talk what? about... So what, what's, your, what's your jury on Kyle Lowry? He literally had about two bad series last year and two good ones. What's the jury on I that? Didn't speak what's, on, I didn't speak jury? on Kyle Lowry. No, I'm, I'm asking you, what's the jury? If that's the I mean, case. Kyle Lowry played pretty good in the finals. See, look what you're doing. He, he had did. two bad and two but good. But that's, that's a big stage jury? to play good on. But, but he, No, but he has way more bad games than... So what's the jury on Kyle oh, yeah, Lowry? I, I mean, I don't trust Kyle Lowry in the playoffs. Oh, okay. I don't trust him in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't trust him in the playoffs, but I don't trust like Jason Tatum to dominate in the playoffs either. I don't know. He is only twenty one. He's nice. Oh, I, nah, I don't know. nah. He's dumb. <laughs> nah, he's no. Nah, JT's to say. dumb. Nice. Don't get me wrong. JT's dumb. Nice. That's, that's I like early. JT. I just it's too early to say. I don't know. Is he is he gonna be in the walking in the Wait, best so player? So is the jury out on Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs too? Because he's mm. no, be- up against Houston. Oh, uh, <laughs> twice. Twice. Wait, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. He not the not, 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 not the rookie. Not first the rookie year. He didn't. He wasn't that good. Bro, what? Rookie year. He Bro, he good. against OKC, he was dominant. No, and then yo, against Houston, oh, you know he wasn't what? that good. He's my Rookies. favorite player. We're gonna pull up the stats outside of the podcast. I'm gonna show you the stats because he averaged like 32 and like. I want you to 10. show me field goal 32? percentage. I want you to show me field goal percentage. That's what I want you to show me. Bro, he was the only source of offense on that no, team. No, no, no. I don't want to hear that. He I want was. Because you, you, James was? Harden was always the one source James of Harden's way better efficient. than him. No, but I don't want to hear that. But James that. Harden's way I better than him. That's not a fair me. comparison. If you're just going to say he threw up 30, then it's just like, oh, okay. Look, but but with, Donovan, me, but, but with Donovan Mitchell, I mean, he has like, he doesn't have much playoff. Like, he doesn't have much... Oh, but when Jason no. Tatum, but now Jason Tatum, it's bro, like, you're not letting me finish, bro. God, you're you not letting say, me finish. I was I, on my mother. I was literally going to say the God. same thing. I don't. I mean, Donovan Mitchell played good one series, so what's and the, the rest has been bad. So what's the jury on him? He's not a playoff performer, right? Yeah, you say you it too. 
You don't trust no, him. No, we're right? asking no, you. No, we're asking you because you just he said Jason Tatum. It. We're asking you. You said Jason Tatum jury's up on. Is the jury up on Donovan Mitchell? What I got to see more from him? Donovan Mitchell. Okay. I do. Yeah, that's exactly what we've been saying about Tatum. Yeah, I got to see more. You can't just say I he's a certain. You, you can't say he's a like he's going to be a certified playoff performer because he played. Bro, if I pull up his field goal percentages last year on that Indiana series, Donovan Mitchell. I don't think you're getting that's side by though. side with the series that you critique Donovan Mitchell are of with, when it comes to field goal percentage and all that. I just want to let you know he actually probably shot worse against. Uh, who they play last year in the second round, Milwaukee? But you just said you just said you have to see more from Donovan. Why can't you say the same about Jason Tatum? I, that's my problem with him. You guys are saying he's going to be a no, certified playoff. Like, no, I said, we didn't true. say no, that. Didn't. Yeah, I have to see more. You I, said that the jury is out <laughs> on Jason Tatum. <laughs> we said no, said. it is not. Why is it not said. out on him? Because he's Cause, young. Because he, because he, you, he, you just use the same. So okay, so, so, Donovan, then, so then you feel the same way about Donovan Mitchell. Then jury's not out for him either. Then I never said it was. I don't. Okay, okay. To see more, it's the same for Jason Tatum. All right, yeah. Youngest. I agree. All right, thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Moving okay, on. so we're going to transition to the West. The Houston Rockets just the Houston Rockets just tried to transition to this new era of small ball. You can say what you want about it, but the bottom line is that they're trying to revolutionize the way the game is played by not playing a player that's over 6'7 for the entire game. Their tallest player yesterday when they played the Lakers was 6'7", Robert Covington. He's six eight. They listed him at six seven, but oh, but remember they put everybody's height down. Yeah, so six seven Robert Covington and the Rockets got the win against the Lakers. What does what did that win show you about the Rockets? Can this small ball work? Um, I need uh, actually you go first because I got to think. Well, hold up. No, actually I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Um, it was one game. I knew it. Yeah, I knew he was taller. It was one game. Um, not listening at six seven, bro. Remember, they put everybody's heights down. Yeah, that's I mean, not even. That's not the listed height. Um, I right, listen. I'm gonna look at it while you guys talk. It was one game. I um, I was watching the game. It was kind of boring. It got really juicy in the fourth quarter. Got a little nice. Um, I thought that game was good. I didn't like how LA kept trying to force feed it into the paint. They could have just kept. They should have just played their offense. I didn't like how they were just trying to. Oh, this is the first game. Houston's small. We're just gonna keep feeding, keep feeding. They were feeding it to guys like Javale McGee and Dwight Howard. That's not their game. I think they should have just went with the offense. But Houston, if this would work, I gotta see a little more. It was just one game. So far, so good though. They just beat the Lakers, who have the best record in the league, and they have one of the best big men in the league. So it was a good performance for them. They shut down Anthony Davis and LeBron in the fourth quarter when it mattered. So. So far, so good. They got out-rebounded and outscored in the paint. But the thing with the Rockets is they shoot a lot of threes. And yesterday, they hit a lot of threes. So, that's so, yeah, so far, so good. I got some stats here. The Rockets hit 19 of 42 three-pointers. That's 45.2%. It accounted for 57 points. The Lakers hit 9 out of 31. They shot 29%. That accounted for 27 points. So the point differential, the Rockets were plus 30 in the three-point department. And rebounds, they were out-rebounded. But did you know that the Lakers only out-rebounded them by one rebound? Mm -hmm. 38 rebounds to 37 rebounds. And I think that James Harden said it best. That, yeah, they're small, but they got heart. And they got gritty dudes like P.J. Tucker, who's one of the most underrated players in the NBA to me. Robert Cummins is a dog. It's safe to say Russell Westbrook is the best rebounding point guard of all time. A dog? Who's a dog? Who's not Robert a dog? Is a he's, dog? A, he's a dog. Depends what how you're saying. Like, yeah, I think I think he's saying dog, dog is like he's a scrapper, he's a hustle player. All I don't think he's Gordon is a dog. Harden is a dog. 
No, you, you can't say that. You can't say that. No, no, no. You got junkyard dogs. No, Covington ain't no dogs. He's a dog on defense. Covington's a rough rider. Yeah, like Stephen A. Smith says, a rough rider. Okay, but the most. The best play on the floor yesterday, Harden had a pass because he was getting double teamed as soon as he stepped 40. past half court. Russell Westbrook had 41 points. And if you guys didn't know, six Rockets were in double figures. And this year, it's the highest two-point percentage that Russell Westbrook has ever shot in it's his 50? career. One? It's 50. It's 51. It rounds up to 51%. Yeah, 50.8, right? Yeah, from the two-point from the like anywhere that's mm-hmm. two point area, and he was killing AD, Guzma, all of It's them. his highest field goal percentage of his entire career with forty six percent from the field. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. So I'm telling you, Russell Westbrook, this is a year that he's playing his best basketball, and everybody knows me. If you knew me, you knew that I was always saying when Russell Westbrook was on OKC, you got to give him shooters. You got to give him shooters. You can't have Paul George. Terrence Ferguson and Patrick Peterson, like Patrick Patterson, that's not going to do it. The Rockets, the lane is always going to be cleared out. Russell Westbrook is going to have a one-on-one matchup, and if somebody wants to help, then you're going to have open three. If you don't help, it's going to be a layup each and every time. But then let me ask you, how 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 confident are you that guys like Daniel House and Ben McLemore and Austin Rivers are going to have a good night like they did yesterday? I'm every, confident. Consistently. Okay, that same question you asked me, how confident are you that James Harden is going to score 14 points again? Well, that's his lowest since like 2014. If you if you if James Harden cuz then again, he's scoring 14 gives them shots, right? Gives them shot opportunities. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, he hasn't really over the last couple months he's kind of been letting Westbrook work. So, in the playoff series, though, it's a little different because we've seen Austin Rivers. He's kind of terrible sometimes. Daniel House, we, we everybody know how we all feel about Daniel House. So it's he's just I don't know. So he's tell, they don't know how do you, how you feel about. Daniel oh, he's House. garbage. He's just he's he. Nah, he's not. Gar- he's just. He, it's hard to analyze him sometimes. Is he better than James Ennis? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, but no, it was a, it was a good start for Houston though. It was a really good start. Do you think a small ball can work? Um, it's one game, but it's a really good start against a really good team. Um, the addition of Robert Covington as a as just a stretch. As just a 3-and-D player, I mean, he's going to hit his three ball. I think he's shooting at 37, 38% from the three. You got P.J. Tucker who can space the floor, hit his threes too. Um, credit to P.J. Tucker, Robert Covington, that duo of just – they're just dogs on defense. Um, I like what Houston's doing, bringing Robert Covington off the bench to, you know, bring in a defensive spark. Um, I think that this – can work because I mean most nights you're not gonna go against the player that's Anthony Davis. Good, yeah, great. You're not gonna go against a, a team that has LeBron and AD. Tonight they play Phoenix. I'm gonna I'm I'm very sure they're gonna win. Uh, come playoff time, I mean, I think this could work. I, I, I think this could work, bro. I'm I not gonna. I think too. it could work, man. Robert Covington, man, space the floor. PJ Tucker, Russell Westbrook's been killing. All they need is James Harden. I mean, teams are doubling him, but once James Harden starts clicking and playing like MVP Harden, along with these just shooters all around him, this this thing this thing could work, man. I I, I like I like how it's looking. Um, uh, you know, I got to see more games, obviously, 
But uh, so far, so good. They start off really good against the best team in the West. You can't ask for much more. And mind you, this is kind of like a biased take Hold because... On. Before your biased take, um, I'm looking at this uh here board here on the left side, and it says JC, Rockets, dot, dot, Pretenders. Does this game give you any outlook on them possibly being contenders again in your mind? Hmm. Before we get on this bias, we 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 so. uh we we need we need Westbrook and Harden to to play like Westbrook and Harden when it comes time for the playoffs. I think they have the necessary role players that they have. You know, Robert Covington, PJ Tucker. You know what you're gonna get for them. Space in the floor, good defense. So I mean, if Westbrook and and James Harden can show up, and we're gonna see if this is gonna work out for the rest of the year. If this works out for the rest of the year. I might have to change my P to a P slash C <laughs> because you know. God damn! What the hell is it with you guys being fifty fifty? This isn't because it just this isn't for me clothing brand P and C like it just, for me. I don't know what that is. It's a clothing, it's a clothing brand. Nah, it's a clothing brand in Marshalls, bro. Oh, bro. Yeah, I'm a shopper. Uh, so like I mean, it's a P, it, it's a P and C because Marshall, no, don't shop Marshalls? nah. I should I should be shopping on Zaful online. I'll be getting my drawers fire like pack of drawers. And that's not the point. Marshalls is like they got for the low low. They be having some good stuff for the low low. Yeah, um, PC just not because I'm disrespecting Houston. It's because like what you were talking about yesterday. It depends on the seating. You know what I mean? If they're gonna p- play either LA team in the second round, I I don't. But mm. if they're gonna have a good like you know a good seating all the way to the WCF, then yeah, you can put well, them I as mean, contender. For you, for you to think they're contenders, you have to think they could beat the LA teams. No, for my my definition of contenders is getting to the conference finals. That's me. That's that's what I think. I think if they have the right seating, I, I think only uh, the two LA teams can beat them. Everybody else, I think they can beat them. Even the team that I picked to be a contender, the Jazz, I think they, they're going to beat them. Well, the reason why I put Rockets is PNC is because I think they have the potential to possibly beat an LA team and get to the finals, <laughs> but they also could flop out and be pretenders. Yeah. It depends on the Rockets I'm getting. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. <laughs> they do that You know every you're going to get James, James Harden is going to take it to a different level this, but this playoffs. But it's Westbrook. Gonna take it to both a of them level. are, and then everybody knows you need them role players to shine. So is Austin Rivers? No, Daniel nah, House, maybe PJ Tucker. Probably he always. You don't ask much of Daniel House just to just hit threes, bro. I mean, if he can't do hit wide open threes, then I mean, I remember that year in 2016, Harrison Barnes couldn't hit a three to save mm-hmm. his life. Trash. So it, it, happen- you, it happens. I mean, I think later on down the road they're gonna start Robert Covington over Daniel House. They start him. They start nah, him. Robert Covington came off the bench yesterday. Yeah, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna start him. Probably because it was his first game. Yeah, good debut. So what was your my bias? bias take you were my say? bias take is that one JC's a Robert Covington fan. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> You're a PJ Tucker fan. PJ Tucker's <laughs> way better than Robert. <laughs> like just mag late. What? <laughs> but if you if we're being honest, yo Rip, though, who's we're better? Being honest, no, not even talking about who's better. Yeah, you but don't want to do that. Off the court, who's a more likable person, PJ Tucker or Robert? Only because of his shoes. <laughs> like, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker has a swag. He has a grit. He has a dog. He's bald. That's mad aggravating, bro. He has he has the muscle. He plays center. He's six five. He's Brian Chuck, gonna lie. I'm not here. Chuck, talk, yo, bro, bro. I'm not Chuck talking Hayes. about PJ Tucker, bro. Like, he's come a six five center. Come on, come on. So this is what I'm me. saying. P, I think it's a biased pick that while we have them as contenders, well, he doesn't, but I do. Because <clears> one, James Harden is my favorite player, and I love PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is one of the one of the most underrated players. No, he's and not. the best defender, perimeter defender in the NBA, according to Kevin Durant. Who you keep your, talking about a man that has not played a basketball game this year. That he's he's the savior of his franchise, though. 
Who's the savior be, of your franchise? He'd be the savior of yours, too. He'd be the savior of all of ours. So, like, like, come on. No, what I'm saying, the savior of your franchise called my, no, they say, my favorite players. He, just just he also defender. said a few other guys. Why do you always no, forget those names? he just said P.J. Tucker. I'm not going to lie. Kevin Durant can really fry P.J. Tucker, but let's he just didn't. keep going. He didn't. He can fry him, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, come on, come on. Tucker! Come on. Oh, my God. Don't ever do that again. Man averaged like seven points a game. Bro, he sucks. I just Yo. remember yesterday he had eleven yesterday and he's he's time he shot a three, I'd just be like PJ Tucker. Which is career high. If it's not over twenty, let's I, move it's on like with it's like twenty three, twenty four twenty four points. 20. I remember oh. it was his debut against when he got so, traded to the Rockets. So he was at twenty four points. Okay. Moving on. He's not a scorer. Yeah, he's nothing. Just a defender. Keep it like so that. So we've been talking about the NBA this whole entire time and now I'm gonna move my mouse so my computer doesn't black out again. And we're gonna transition to the Super Bowl reaction how we feel what went on with the game so i kind of want to go last in this instance because i have a lot to say and i feel like you guys are going to say a lot of the wrong things so i want to have the last thing to say so i can be right first of all first of all first of all you were wrong you said the, you said i want the chiefs to win but i think the niners are going to run shut up you were wrong i had right. the chiefs. don't say nothing don't say nothing i had the chiefs the whole time yeah i know shut up that. i know you guys are nervous though I'm to Super Bowl. Nervous. When, we were I, when, nervous. when Pat Mahomes is at Super Bowl. stage, I'm never nervous. I was mad nervous though that fourth quarter. Of course. Oh, to Super Bowl. Um Super Bowl reactions. This man, Patrick Mahomes, is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He's O D nice. Um on the other side, no, he's dumb nice. He's better than your He's franchise. dumb nice, obviously, but to say he's the best quarterback of I've all time. I've ever seen. He is the best quarterback I've ever seen with my eyes. When did you like, start watching TV? football? Two thousand nine. Okay. Okay. So I've watched Peyton, I've watched Tom Brady, and I'm telling you, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. Okay, okay. Like, ever. Okay. I like Patrick Mahomes. No, he's really different. No, I really don't think that, like, I test-wise, Peyton Manning is better than Mahomes. Though. No, no, no. That would be the only guy, and he's not. So. No, nah, he, he's not more talented than him. There is no he's not. He's not more, he's not, more, he's not more talented than Pat. Don't say Nobody talented, is. bro. But Mahomes is better than him. You can't say yet. You can't say that yet. I'm Bro, like, nah, accolades I'm, aside, though, he's better. Than there's him. no see. This is I don't get people who say that. there's no such thing as accolades aside. Yo, bro, you, you, you remember Peyton Manning's best season, right? You the remember 50, that, right? Yeah, with Adam Gase. You remember that, right? With Adam Gase. Weren't you the same person that said he changed the play calls and he's the best? Like you know, just no, changing is the plays. Dog. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Peyton is a no. Dog. I say I Mahomes is Mahomes is more talented, bro, but like. Mac yeah, with that whole Peyton Manning thing. Well, you, you, got, you act like Peyton Manning is clutching the playoffs. He, he plays abysmal in the playoffs, especially in the Super Bowl. He's been he to the Super lowest, Bowl three times. He had, he had one of the five worst lowest QB ratings in the Super Bowl. That happens. Happens. Like, come on, bro. Mahomes wasn't playing that well until, what, the fourth quarter? He was playing no, all right. No, he wasn't playing well. He's clutch. Um, keeping the uh, reactions, Um, Jimmy G, man, I know he's Game sick. Game manager. Man. I know he's sick. Like, that that that'll hurt me. Um, Jimmy G was out playing Pat Mahomes for three quarters really until the fourth where it really matters. The defense got gassed. Kyle Shanahan blew another lead. I really feel bad for him. Like, he's just like. See, that's where we're going to disagree. Um, I think one drive I did see, uh, I do remember Jimmy G threw one. Chris Jones tipped it, tried to fit it in another tight spot. Kendall Fuller tipped it. He threw a real bad pass to Sanders. That could have been a TD if he had dropped it in Sanders' hands. Oh, that would have been crazy. Been old, like the crowd would have been lit. But I think you could say Jimmy G choked. You could say Kyle Shanahan choked. But at the end of the day, Pat Mahomes just saved the day. So it's just like Chiefs win their first Super Bowl, whatever. No, they won in 1970. Oh, yeah, come on. 
ever. I don't care about that seventy. So yeah, they win their first Super Bowl. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Shout out to Andy Reid. I know everybody loves Andy Reid. Yes. Everybody loves Andy Reid. He used to be our coach, Philly. Shout out to Philly. So, yeah. I, I, Sammy Watkins. Shout out to Sammy Watkins. Shout out to Tyreek Hill. I love Tyreek Hill. And, yeah. Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Shout out to I'm a Zach Ertz fan. <coughs> I can't rip. But shout out to Travis, too. He got one. So, boom. Everybody, all my tight ends got one. Except y'all tight ends. Jets. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> when, are you guys, when are you guys ever going to see one? Like, when? Hopefully like, soon. Hopefully soon, soon. soon. Sooner rather than later. You want to go, Jets? I know. He wants to say it for last. Oh, this is, a, this is a championship moment. I don't know how you, like, because you've never felt this. <laughs> so I don't know if, like, this is a tough situation <laughs> to understand or grasp. <clears throat> I could speak on this, you know what I'm saying? Um, I know how this feels, you know, to be a winner. I think I think San Fran outplayed them for three quarters and more than a half up until the last, to six-minute mark. Uh. Jimmy G looked good for the first three quarters. Debo Sammy was playing good. The run game was Tevin Coleman. Most of were doing their thing. George Kittle was playing good. Um, I'm not gonna blame the 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 just the demise of the the team all on Kyle Shanahan. I don't think it was his fault. One thing that I really didn't understand while I was watching the game was I don't understand why they started getting going away from the run. Um, I felt like Jimmy G was passing more than they were running in the fourth quarter. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, that's what I remember from the game. Um. I think fourth quarter Mahomes came. I mean, I didn't I didn't really I was I was scared when the, when it was a 6 minute mark. I I really didn't think that they had enough to get it done, but you know, Tyreek Hill was balling out, Travis Kelsey played good, you know, the running backs were playing good and then Mahomes did his magic in the fourth quarter. But I mean, we've seen this for what? Like the last two playoff games and in the Super Bowl, so I mean, nothing new. Um I just really wish the 49ers didn't go away from the run and yeah, just kind of give the, the try to just give the game to to Jimmy G to win the game, man. I just think if they would have ran the ball, I think everything would have been all right, man. What do you think, Joel? Here we go with this monologue. Yeah, so I think you guys. Uh, I don't blame you guys. You guys are wrong. I don't blame you because you didn't watch the game as much as I did. I, I rewatched yeah, this. Definitely didn't watch the same game you watched. I think everybody watched the game, bro. Nah, bro. Like I watched it about eight times. Oh, because you tried to get that championship play. feeling. I understand. I really now, do look, understand. I'm, I'm happy for Mahomes. I wanted him to win. <coughs> like I don't know. I thought the 49ers was gonna win, but this is what I got. You were wrong. Look, can you admit you were wrong first? People act like the running game for the 49ers was going. It wasn't going outside of jet sweeps going to Debo Samuel. The run game, the run game was pretty non-existent, and the Kansas City Chiefs did a really great job at adjusting to the outside run. And you can't run inside on Kansas City; they're one of the best teams. The, defense, the Chiefs' defense played pretty well for the majority no, they did. of the game. They did, but they they're a set, they're the second best run defense since Week 13. Mm-hmm. So they weren't getting the run going. And look, them jet sweeps, Jimmy G. Outside of play action passes, where there was a stat that came out, he was like 12 for 13 in those. When he was when he was asked to throw from under center or shotgun and drop back, he wasn't able to complete the passes. You had a pass in with um, one minute and forty nine seconds left on the clock. Jimmy G, it's a wide open, it's a wide open Debo Samuel in front of him. He passes it and Chris Jones tips it. One of the hugest plays of the game. If Debo catches that, Debo's taking that for fifteen yards plus and setting them up in great position. Then you got another play which was the biggest miss of the game with 140 left. Jimmy misses a wide-open Emmanuel Yo, he Sanders. Was wide and Sanders is just, look, I don't know why people are saying it's Kyle Shanahan's fault. If Jimmy G hits that pass, 
everybody's praising Kyle Shanahan. People are saying Kyle Shanahan wasn't aggressive aggressive enough. He didn't stick to the run. He was extremely aggressive. They even asked him after after the game. Um, when they lost against the Patriots, Kyle Shanahan said that he wished that he would have called a lot of plays differently. In the Super Bowl, he did not say that once. And that's because he knows that Jimmy G failed him this game because he called perfect plays. Like, I was watching the film. Kittle was open on so many plays. It was even a replay of Kittle being extremely frustrated that Jimmy G did not pass him the ball because if Kittle would have caught that ball and Jimmy G would have saw him, it probably would have been a touchdown. And Kittle was just extremely frustrated because he was getting open all game and Jimmy G wasn't looking in his direction. And another thing that doesn't get talked about is, okay, Kansas City can go on this run, but at what point are we going to give the defense some blame? Like, it's 3rd and 15, and you let Patrick Mahomes complete a 44-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill? Yeah, like, that was big. That was broken, broken defense. And then, the very, and then, like, two plays later, it's a pass interference call on Tavarius Moore on Travis Kelsey, which puts them at the one-yard line. Talk about like, that one-on-one. Yeah, like when Sammy are you gonna? Watkins. Talk about it. Talk about it. That was the next. That was the next drive. No, nah, no, just talk about it. I don't know. I don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I don't have to talk about that because we know that Sammy Watkins beat Richard Sherman. Okay, that's whatever. But their defense let the 49ers down. You got like you have to hold it down for your team if your team's not playing good. That's what a team is. This is a different story if Kansas City, Kansas City's defense isn't clutch because they made a crucial three and out to get the ball back. Like. You is know, it, to win it, a Super Bowl, you need those type of plays. Is it safe to say the defense and the offense failed each other in the fourth? Because the defense couldn't – they kept letting them score and the offense couldn't keep scoring? Because the defense held them to 10 for three quarters. So the defense, yeah, for the, the most defense, part, yeah, yeah. was doing their good. thing. And then the offense just stopped. It was the, just at the six-minute point, that's when – in the yeah. fourth, that's when Kansas so City was – you want to know what's the thing about that is that you can say the offense failed, <clears> but – I think it was more Jimmy G. I, I think the plays were there. He just didn't make the plays. Yeah. And you rewatch the film, and it gives you a really sour taste in your mouth about Jimmy G. I'm not, I still think he's a franchise quarterback. I just think he had a really bad game. And people are overlooking the fact that, yes, Mahomes is miraculous, but the reason they were able to sustain most of those drives is because Damian Williams was, was great. He was playing really well. Game. He had 17 carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Mind you, that one touchdown was kind of like – Towards the end of the game, you know, the game wasn't really didn't really matter at that point. They just had to get a first down, and you know, Williams just took it to the house just cause. So yeah, the defense played exceptional, and Mahomes was great down the stretch. Like there's nothing you can say about that, and it had me worried because early in the game he was missing a lot of open passes. Mm -hmm. He was inaccurate on a lot of them. He's just so calm, never panics. Jimmy G panicked. Yeah, like this the thing. This whole week, I was listening to the national media and, you know, like, first take and stuff. Not so much undisputed, but mostly first take, like Stephen A. Smith calling out Kyle Shanahan. But I just don't feel like, like, if you watch the game and you watch the game back and you see the plays that he called, like, it, you would know that it wasn't his fault. Like, this is the same thing. Like, okay, last year's Super Bowl, it was an extremely low-scoring Super Bowl. If the Rams score and go on a scoring rampage – and the Patriots offense doesn't answer, but their defense doesn't stop them either. It's a whole it's a totally different conversation. So, yes, you can blame the offense for not getting points, but you also have to be like, okay, but the defense has to make a stop. This is the best, this is the top two defense in football. Like this isn't some like 20th ranked defense. 
This is the second best defense in football. At some point, you have to make a stop. And I think this whole this whole world of sports where we blame like the coach mostly, it's like I think it's ridiculous because I think what we're doing to Kyle Shanahan is kind of what people have been doing to Andy Reid for years. Like Kyle Shanahan is a great coach, and the 49ers are going to be back in this position again, and they're going to win. Yo, Rev. Nope. Yo, Rev, you think 141 yards rushing as a team and 6.6 average is good? Yeah. That was the 49ers uh, rushing stats. Mm. Yeah, but you got to understand I just that. don't. I mean, look, I, yeah, get, I get what you're saying. Jeff were working. I, mean, yeah, I, I you got to understand, though. Debo Samuel, if I remember correctly, had three carries for 58 yards. The second rusher was Raheem Mostert. He who, scored a touchdown, right? I don't even know. I'm not even sure. Yeah, he did. I do remember but he did. But it's the thing that, okay, most of those yards are off of Debo Samuel. Like, when they had to run the ball between the tackles, when they were, they did a pretty good job in their first drive running the ball outside. But Kansas City caught on to that. And that's why they weren't able to do it as effectively. First of all, <coughs> I think 141. <coughs> the Niners will not be here next year. No, I'm not saying they'll be here next year, but. You just they're gonna said win. they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. Next no, year. they'll be back in this position. Uh, uh, but well, this position would be the Super Bowl. Yeah, but not. I didn't say next year. I didn't give it time. Oh, table, okay, because they ain't going back next year. They ain't going back you, next What, you think the Eagles are going to you know, have something to say about that? Well, you, uh, did you look at the NFL Super Bowl? I was we're actually the sixth favorite to win the Super Bowl. What, oh, wait, Who you cares? want me to tell you where you guys were? I will gladly tell you where you what, guys were. Where were we? 28th. Okay. That means the bottom of the league. Now, we're probably not going to be back, but the NFC is so stacked. There's new teams every year. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, the 49ers <clears throat> were probably not top 10 last year, and they made it. That was actually really dumb of them last year. But this, realistically, did you think the Niners were going to go to the Super Bowl this year before they started? Did you even think they were going to be in the playoffs? <laughs> I think they were going to make it. Well, the playoffs. But did you think they were going to come out like the way they did? No. It depends because it just depended on Nick Bosa, to be honest. But once you saw them playing, how they were playing, it was easy to say that they were going to be the favorites to to go. Of course, yeah. And they have the same; they're going to have the same team coming back. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Oh, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Shut up. <laughs> See, he's just mad that his Eagles. Well, he's just mad that Carson Wentz can't stay healthy for for nothing. Carson Wentz can't stay healthy, yet we still make the playoffs. Morning, you guys. How about that one? Jeez. That hurt. Yeah. Like, how about that one? Like, that didn't even hurt because you guys have one of the best supporting cast in the NFL. The be- one of the best offensive You guys got a great line. You guys had a top two yeah, line. No, aside from offensive line. You had no receivers. Your defensive line. You guys win most of the battles up front. Your defensive line and your offensive Yo, line. Yo, Riff, you guys had the worst receiving core or the worst secondary yeah, I've seen. Yeah, nah, what nah, he's nah. Talking about, they like, definitely did not have the worst secondary. What? We had one of the worst secondaries in but the But not the worst. Who I was mean, the worst? To, to be the one of the worst is not good. So, yeah. like, what, what you're saying? Like, you, probably, you guys probably had a better secondary than us. Yeah, we did. And y'all didn't make the playoffs. Think well, about what that. What was your ranking in the past? I'll have to go look at it. I know we were top 20. As the as the great Michael Strahan has said, the best pass defense is a pass rush. Mm. And you guys have a good pass rush. You guys, I think you guys had a better defense than us this year. Yeah, we were seventh ranked defense. Because of our run defense, not because of our pass Our run defense, defense is That's nice. That's the same with us, though. Our run defense. You do know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, come on. Come on. It's just, we're better. All right, so off the topic of the Eagles who are going to disappoint next year. We're gonna talk about their come. We're gonna talk about their competitor, the Dallas Cowboys. Competitor, (laughs) you're crazy. The Dallas Cowboys have a dilemma with Dak Prescott going on right now. It's if 
they're probably not going to sign him long term. Dak, the numbers, tackle, right? yeah, the numbers are saying that Dak wants thirty seven million. Jerry Jones wants thirty three million. He wants to pay him thirty three million. And let me I think you, let me ask you a question real quick. Say Dak wins the division, right? And Dak makes a run in the playoffs. You think he gets thirty seven mil? He should. I think he should get it now. Thirty seven million dollars. Why do you think he should get that? Because he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. He's top ten. Top ten. That's valid to say. How much does Jared Goff get paid? I think thirty million. Thirty mil. What about who's the highest paid quarterback in the league? Matthew Stafford. Mm. Who? Um. It has to be the last quarterback that got paid. Wentz? Probably. Wentz gets paid like a... No, Russell Wilson is the highest paid. Russell Wilson paid? and Rodgers. Because Wentz gets paid like 33 mil. Russell Wilson gets paid a lot of money, bro. I think 37? He, like, he takes like maybe 37 to 40 mil. Yeah, Russell Wilson. So you think Dak Prescott gets Russell Wilson money? You're ridiculous. No, you're ridiculous. He's a winner. He's win a winner. Win what? He's a win what? He's a, win, he's, he's a winner. He's a winner. Look at his record. Look at his regular season record. Look at man, the playoffs he plays a regular great. Se- playoff, bro. How many playoff games has that man won? He won one more than Carson Wentz. How many playoff games has he played in? Three. How many play? How many times has he been to the playoffs? Two. How many years has he been in the league? Four, I believe. That would put him at basically average, right? Even two years make the playoffs. Two years not make the playoffs. That's not how it works. No, I'm just asking though. That, that's how it would be, right? First year he made it, second year he missed it, third year he made it, fourth year he missed it, right? Yeah. Okay, but that's not how it works. No, I'm just you know it's not how. No, it works. I'm literally just trying to break down the winning part. Okay. What was his What's his best record? Thirteen and three. Twelve yep. and four. Nah, Twelve and four. Thirteen year. and three. His rookie year. Rookie year with Zeke, right? Yeah. Mainly he was running wild. Yeah. Wow. If Carson Wentz is able to get thirty three million dollars without playing a playoff game and not winning a playoff game, then I think it's fair to say that Dak should get thirty seven mil. That's Russell Wilson money, man. Dak is better than Carson Wentz. Yeah, you've been telling me that all year. Like, that's not a debate. Like, he's better than Carson Wentz. Let's, well, let's see. Let's, let's, um, Dak, you think Dak should get paid 37 mil? Yes, pay that you, man. Jason, you think he should get 37 mil? I think he should get paid. I don't think. No, he should definitely get paid, though. I think about around 32, 33. But that's where I'm going to. They're going to probably franchise tag him. And this is giving me resemblance of the Kirk Cousins situation. Um, when Washington kept franchise tagging him and franchise tagging him. And I feel like I'm starting to feel as if Dak Prescott is starting to fit in into the Kirk Cousin mode conversation. The only difference I would say is that his intangibles are way better than Kirk Cousins. He's a better leader. He's just he galvanizes the troops better. He doesn't like he just doesn't shrink in the, in the in the biggest moments. He has probably one of the most fourth quarter comebacks in his uh, since he's been in the league. Like he just doesn't. He just does everything you need to do for a team to win. And yet, I don't know why this is a debate. You need a security quarterback long term. And if they let Dak Prescott walk, they're gonna regret it for the rest of their lives, for the rest of the franchise's history. Because Dak Prescott is that man. Dak Prescott is that man. Man. Um, I definitely agree with you on the fact that you need to secure your quarterback. I definitely agree on that part. You you got a quarterback. Listen, Dallas has a quarterback. I think they got lucky with this one. He was drafted, what, late? Third or fourth round. Third or fourth round. They got lucky. He played really well. Stepped into the situation. I think he fits their scheme. I think they should definitely pay him. Um, <clears throat> $37 million, though? 
Absolutely not. I don't know what he's asking for that for. That's ridiculous. 33, 34, 32, around that area, that's fine. But you shouldn't be getting, he doesn't need to be getting paid Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers money. It's ridiculous. You just, like, come on. Russell Wilson does more or less. What, like, come on, come on, bro. He like, deserves to get paid, though. Yeah, I, no, I'd say he deserves yeah. to get 37 32, is 32. a stretch, but 30, yeah, 32, I can see 32 mil is good yeah, for him. He definitely should, him. I don't know, like, come on, bro. You definitely should be getting paid that, though. I think, I don't know what's, I don't know why Jerry Jones doesn't want to pay him. Like, I'm confused. He's played well. He's done the right things. He's usually not the reason they lose. So I'm just, I'm confused on what Jerry Jones is trying to do. He hasn't paid him, Jones, or Cooper yet, right? Nah, they can only get two. They can only, only get two, two of the three. three. I think Cooper's gonna walk. No, I think Jones is gonna walk. Apparently, Philly's luring Cooper to, to the Eagles. I don't even know what your cap situation is looking like. Well, we have enough cap to take one of those guys. I don't think so. Well, you don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear as day. You just said Dak is getting thirty-seven million dollars. It's ridiculous. Dak Prescott is a proven winner. I don't know what you're talking about. Bro, how do you how are you a proven winner? You barely have won a playoff game. What do you mean barely? He yeah. actually beat Russell Wilson in the playoffs. Did you know that? Did he really? Yeah. He I did. honestly forgot. It oh, must have been really long. I ago. thought I was the one that didn't think. No, I just I don't think about Dak Prescott. When last when, when when he beat when he beat Russell Wilson? Last year. Last playoffs. year in the last playoffs. Year? Yeah. Oh shout out to Dak. No. Like he's no, bro. Nobody's gonna dap you up anyway. Like, come oh. on, bro. The man just went what, <laughs> eight and eight? Yeah. And go ahead and say it. Uh, part of it wasn't his fault. Like, go ahead. I'm waiting for you to say that. Van Der Esch was out. Word. Their offensive line was hurt. Yup. Amari Cooper was injured. Absolutely. Zeke did not play yep. to Zeke Sanders. Didn't Zeke still end up with like 12, 1300 yards? He was top five in rushing yards. Oh, okay. But he still didn't play to Zeke Sanders. We what know that. What was Dak's numbers? Like, what, yeah, 32, 30 something touchdowns? No. Nah. He didn't have 30 touchdowns? Wasn't, remember the first four weeks? Remember, JC, you remember the first four weeks? Yeah, they played bad teams. When Dak was dominating the bad teams, and you were like, yeah, Cowboys this, Cowboys that, Cowboys going to win. Can you talk to me about that since we're in the Dak situation? What happened the last few weeks of the season, man? The team let him down. What can I say? Dak does what he has to do. But now Jason Garrett isn't there anymore, and you have yeah, Mike that's McCarthy. True. That's true. That's, a, that's an McCarthy, upgrade so what, for Ed What do you think? Do you guys think Mike McCarthy is going to really take this team over the top? I do, I if think... they get the Dak situation right. Mm-hmm. Do they need anything, Dallas? They just need really to be healthy. Think, I just think they need to be they need to be better. A lot of coached. teams need to be healthy. That's it. They need to be coached better. That's what I think it needs to be. Yeah, that was Dallas's biggest problem. Jason Dallas, not a good Dallas came out flat in almost every game they played in, especially prime time. Mike McCarthy won't have them coming out flat. He won't. But do you can you really honestly say that's all on the coach's fault? Maybe Dallas just didn't play to what they were expected to play this year. Can't give a coach. I think Dallas played. I, I saw the stats. Dallas played bad against teams that were good. Like they played really bad against teams that were good. More than half of their more than half of their wins came against teams that were below five hundred. I mean, I don't think Jason Garrett was really helping that team out. I think Mike McCarthy's a proven coach, a proven winner. Um, this what Joel said was right. The biggest thing that was plaguing the Cowboys was head coaching. If you look at their roster and when they're healthy, they have one of the best offensive lines. They have one of the best running backs in the league. They have a good wide receiver core, and they have potential to be no. They have been a really, really good defense. So, I believe with Mike McCarthy, he he's gonna. I I feel like they're gonna be better with him. They were the best team in our division. 
They still they're gonna are. Be, they're going to be next year. They yeah, still, they're still talent wise, they're still the best team. Actually, the best I wouldn't even. I wouldn't sleep on Washington being better than the Eagles next year. Yeah, I'm going to hold off on that. There's a lot of dumb things you said. Hey, I'm going to hold off on that. But that might be the one that definitely puts me in a coffin. No, I mean we can come back to this video a year later. Who's going to be their quarterback are. this year? Dwayne Alex, Haskins. Alex Smith is going to come back. He's coming oh. back from that gruesome injury. <laughs> Nah, he's not a bad quarterback. He's not bad, but come on. They're gonna draft, they're gonna <laughs> Yo, Riff doesn't respect anybody that's like. They just got, they just got Ron Rivera. Oh my God, he's a good coach. Yo, didn't you wait? No, yo, you gotta stop, bro. What did I you, do? No, you said that was you. Don't, you don't even like the hire, so stop, bro. I never said yes, that. You did. That's I, a lie. All right, I'm gonna. All right, all right I got trick. That's you. a lie. I got. That is you. a lie. I told the dude Ron Rivera guy. He was like, I don't really think that's a good move. Why would Ron Rivera go there? Now all of a sudden they got Ron Rivera. Like, come on, bro. The quarterback. Yeah, that's is... how I know I didn't talk to you about Ron Rivera because I definitely did not say that. Okay, bro. I said I said Ron Rivera was a great hire because they have a great defensive line. They have great defensive pieces. Ryan Quinn Dunbar Kerrigan. is one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. Who? Quinn Dunbar. Um, Quinn Dunbar. Oh, well, yeah, They're gonna sure. draft Chase Young with the second pick. They're gonna be dominant up front. You think Chase Young is going two? Hell yeah! <laughs> what? Come on! You know you saw the new mock. You didn't see the new mock. I don't care about the mock. Oh, okay. Because well. Joe Burrow is one, and Chase Young is the best prospect in the draft. Joe Burrow is one, and Chase Young is the best prospect. I got you. I got yeah, you. since now you said, I got you. I had to think about what you said first. I yeah. Mean, I mean, okay, Washington might be better than us. You could think that. That's okay. So I guess the Giants are gonna be better than us too. <laughs> nah, no, I'm not saying the Giants are, but Washington <laughs> has a chance to. Definitely. Yeah. Most Trent definitely. Williams might be playing next year, the all pro left tackle. He's a good he's ass left tackle. This year. No, he's not. Oh, they signed him? Brandon Sheriff is. Mm, Brandon Sheriff is pretty good. Yeah, they can resign him too. They got a lot of cap space. Yep, so they're going to resign the same team. And they can sign more free agents to come. Realistically, who's going to go to Washington? <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't know you don't understand how how much people respect and covet Ron Rivera as a coach. I know, but I also know how much people don't want to play for Washington. Deshaun Jackson went there. And look at him now. <laughs> do you even remember Deshaun Jackson in Washington? You probably I, I don't. I do. You don't. You don't. I remember some plays in him. Oh, okay. Did they even with make Kirk the playoffs? Cousins? Yeah, they did with Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. That's nice of them. Mm. <laughs> That's nice of them. Look at this guy. They made it once. We got Deshaun. Okay, so we're on to our last topic of the day, and I'm moving my mouse again, so I didn't shut off. So it's where do you think Tom Brady is gonna go next season, or should he just stay with the Patriots? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think Tom. He said he wants to stay. He doesn't care about the money. He just wants weapons. I think a good. Um, I think he should stay in New England, honestly. But it depends if they get him weapons. I mean. I like Chicago. Chicago sounds like a pretty good spot for him. I don't think Chicago's looking at him, but you got Cooper out there. You got Tariq Cohn out there. You got some good guys. Taylor Gabriel. Man, Cooper who? You said Cooper. My fault. Allen Robinson. Pardon me. <laughs> I don't think Tariq Cohen's that good, Riv. I mean. I don't think he's I don't think Tom Brady's going to look at the roster and be like, ooh, Tariq Cohen. Good, you know what I mean? He's a good receiving back. Nah, but know? that's done. That you, he can't go to Chicago. They don't have the space to. I mean, him to, him to Los Angeles. I don't think Los Angeles is that good. But that's me, just me, in my opinion. I don't think Los Angeles is that good, They have, bad, they have better weapons. They have pieces, yeah. but I don't, just, I don't think they're that good to me, honestly. How I about mean, Tampa Bay? 
I'm not even going to speak on Tampa. That's <laughs> this guy's favorite team. He thinks they're better. I don't think they're that good either. I think they're literally an average bas- I mean, ah, an average football <laughs> team. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, Tampa, they do got weapons. I mean, damn, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard. So, I mean, they do got weapons. What, did they, what was their offensive line rank? Six. I mean, they got offensive lines. I mean. They just have no defense. No, nah, they do got a defense. Word? I thought their defense was They were trash. the best rushing defense in the NFL. What about pass? You know, that pass. matters. What was their defensive they, ranking? They got pass. They, they got, got a better. lot of rookies back there, right? Yeah, Sean. Not rookies. Jamel Dean, I, I believe. He actually was a rookie. Sean Murphy, Bunting, Jamel Dean. Car- Jamel Dean Carlton, was definitely a rookie. Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis is really freaking good and really physical at the line. How about, He's really good. Could you see him going to the Colts? Because I saw some reports of him being on the I mean, going they to the Colts. Bad cap too. Um, Tom Brady to the Colts. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, T. Y. Holmes. He's kind of getting old up there in age. I think. I think. I think either he should stay or he should go to the Chargers. The Chargers. Who yeah. I mean, Melvin Gordon's a free agent. I don't think he's coming back either. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams. They got that running back Austin. He's actually a restricted free agent. Mm. I mean, it's a lot of places Tom could go, but he doesn't. He doesn't care about the money. Mm-hmm. He just wants to be in a position. You know, you heard you saw what he said, right? He said, "I won't be in the jacket next year." Talking about he's going back to the Super Bowl. He's dead serious about it too. I don't know what he's talking about, but that's what he said. Like he doesn't have six. And rings. Antonio Brown's going on this apology tour right yeah, now. He's feening. Like he, he talked about he want to play for Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if Tom Brady, go, if, if they get <laughs> Antonio back in New England, I really don't see why Tom Brady leaves. Yeah, that's I don't think, big. <laughs> I don't think Tom Brady should leave. I don't think he should leave New England. Stay put. I think he should stay. But if he does, I think that the best situation would be Indianapolis and possibly Tampa Bay. I mean, he wants to go to a winning culture, so I mean. Indianapolis is a winning culture. Yeah, that was, that's what I was getting at, not the other culture you said. What was the other one you said? I think you said Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had Super Bowl, though. In 2003. Oh, that's tough. Warren Sapp was the MVP. John Gruden was a coach. Cool. Are they a winning culture right now? Nah. Turning into one. Bruce Aarons, they're going to be a... You're going to see next year. (laughs) He's like, oh, my God. God. You're sleeping on Tampa a lot. I am definitely asleep. I need you to wake me up. No, I need them to wake me up. Legit. I think everybody's asleep. (laughs) No, I legit don't. Unless you're a Tampa fan. I'm wide awake. I mean, you follow them way more than me, so... You definitely have more insight. Yo, AB goes to New England. Tom Brady should stay. stay. I don't see why he should leave. They have AB. They still have good. They have, like, I mean, what? They don't. Julian Edelman's pretty good. He's old. He's good, though. He's four years old. He's good. Antonio Brown's great when he plays. If Antonio Brown goes. Their defense is really good. I don't see why he would leave. Because he's not. He's passing the ball to nobody. Love to get Antonio Brown. That's big. Devin McCourty is a free agent. Kyle Van Noy is a free agent. Tom Brady is a free agent. Um. They have, I think, Lawrence Guy is a free agent. They have a lot of players that are free agents on the defensive side that are huge that probably don't want to take a pay cut again. Devin McCourty's getting up there in age, too. Jason, his brother's a free agent, too. Jason McCourty. How old's Tom Brady again? 50 years old. Nah, really? How old is he? Like 43? Yeah, he's mad old. <sighs> Man. He's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he'll I, just retire. Yeah, like, no, he's got he's six rings. He's blowing mine. I mean, uh, yeah, if that's I would say Indianapolis or New England, not Tampa Bay, not vibing there, not feeling that vibe. You don't like the Florida weather? I don't like Tampa Bay in general. <laughs> they just blow. You know, I don't like them because you don't like them. You like them. That's really all. It is. <laughs> yeah. Since you like them, I don't like them. That's it. So when you stop liking them, I'm gonna start liking them. 
probably what happened to Mahomes, even though I like Mahomes. I love Mahomes. I was a fan of Mahomes before you. This guy. <laughs> He's like, this Again. guy. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Is that what you're going to say when Jordan Love becomes exceptional? I don't. I don't entertain a man who throws damn near. Like, come on, bro. He's not that good. You know what? That's a conversation for another day. But Jordan Love, no. I'm like, come on, Jordan Love. Do you even know, you know what Jordan Love is? Isn't he a quarterback? Yeah, apparently. Joel showed me his highlights once. Oh, he showed you highlights? Did he show you his stats? No, I showed him film, not highlights. Did he show you his stats? You know, he lost 11 starters on the offensive side of the ball. Why did he even go there? What do you mean? He's not like he could transfer. I'd rather have a player who sticks it out and not a quitter. No, I mean, like, why did he go there at high school? Was he not highly recruited? I'm not sure entirely. That's a bad school in general. You but, should expect that. But all I know is that they lost 11 starters, and that's why his numbers dip. He goes to Utah State. They don't play anybody, regardless. They do. They played LSU. Did they lose? They probably got packed. That was, yeah. a, that was a real <laughs> dumb question. Did they lose? They got packed, right? Yeah, I think they're in like the mountain. I don't remember what conference. Is that like it's the best team? They, is that the is that the, that's the best team they played all year? Was LSU? Did Probably. they play any other really good teams or not? I mean, they're they're not they're not in a power five conference, you know. So it's like he's not gonna you're not gonna know him. Like you're not gonna know who he is. I don't know, bro. I think you're talking out your butt right now. I mean, it's okay. He's not. He's, it's we'll see. He's not well, all, all, outside of the podcast, we'll continue this conversation. But right now, this is where we're gonna leave off the podcast. Thank you all for watching our probably, what's this episode, Boom. like our third episode, I think? Our third, like, full episode. Oh, yeah, third, third full episode. Yeah, Yeah. so thank you guys for supporting and listening, and we'll holla at you guys next week. Holla. Okay. Yo, PJ Tucker, Robert Covington, who's better in the comment section? Have a good one. Hey there, I'm Brandon Kelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, visit wefunder.com slash bluewire.